honey bees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Butter beans, peas, beets, and chard. Chickens running in the yard. Catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop him black gang candy stripes. Look at him loading down those vines. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our region who produce, preserve, and prepare our regional foods and agricultural products. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. The song that you just heard was performed by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee. More information about Emmy Sunshine at facebook.com slash Music. Today I'm setting the table with cornbread, and our main guest is Ronnie Lundy. She's a very famous food writer. She spells her name R-O-N-N-I-L-U-N-D-Y. If you want to enter her name in a Google search, you'll find all kinds of links to important publications and food writings that she has done. She is to food writing what Emmylou Harris is to music. So we're going to get to talk with Ronnie and her take on cornbread. Along with Ronnie, we've got several chefs that we're going to hear from. Matt Gallagher of Knox Mason in Knoxville, Tennessee. Shannon Walker, the preservationist for Blackberry Farm. Also, we're going to hear from Bruce Bogarts. He's a longtime Knoxville chef with a big following, and he's one of the very first fans of Benson's Bacon and Fine Dining. I also have a little recording from Chef Shelley Cooper. She is the executive chef at the new Dancing Bear Lodge in Townsend, Tennessee, as well as Tara May Appalachian Bistro in Chattanooga, Tennessee. She's really, really fond of cornbread, and that's part of her menu at Dancing Bear, so we're going to hear from her and her feelings about that. We also get to hear from Judy and Coley O'Dell. They're beekeepers from Blount County, Tennessee and we're going to hear how Judy makes her cornbread. We also hear from Dee and Jim Brown. They own and run Honey Rock Herb Farm in Louisville, Tennessee, and Dee is really shy, but I was able to get a recipe out of her for her cornbread. Thank you so much for your good company here at our table today, and let's get on with the show. Our first guest is food writer Ronnie Lundy. Her most recent book is Sorghum Saver, a whole entire book about the joys of sorghum. I asked her when I met with her, her take on cornbread and the whole conversation about do you put sugar in cornbread or do you not put sugar in cornbread. Also, a lot of people do and do not put an egg in their cornbread. So let's join Ronnie now and see what she has to say about this.
several of my black colleagues really took offense at this. And so Adrian Miller, Adrian Miller wrote this very beautiful thing in um, Soul Food, his mm -hmm. book, mm -hmm. about how sugar and cornbread for um, um, blacks after the slavery era, um, or, or even during slavery, that, that they were in these situations where they were cooking these elaborate southern desserts that they had no part in. You know, they didn't, they weren't getting to eat them. And so to put sugar in your cornbread was a, the taste of emancipation. And for me, the lack of sugar in your cornbread, not having sugar in your cornbread, means that you don't go to the store and you're not beholden to somebody. And that cornbread without sugar is the taste of freedom in, in my culture. And I just find that so interesting that we have these things. And I have had people say to me before, because the recipe that I use has an egg in it, but the egg is optional. You know, if you don't have an egg, you can still make a great skillet of cornbread, you know. But, um, but I've had people kind of say to me, oh, your family used an egg, you must have had money. You know, and we didn't, but it's just how my mom made cornbread. Mm -hmm. It's really mm -hmm. interesting. But that just, was it. Yeah. You didn't use an egg because right. what a wonderful you story. used those for other things. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you didn't waste an egg in your cornbread. Right. Well, I'm embarrassed to say I've never known cornbread without an egg. I mean, I always thought, well, what's going to hold it together? It always kind of tastes a little flat without it, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, what an interesting story, and I love the one about Susie. And, mm -hmm. um, so, Ronnie, when you make your cornbread, how do you make your cornbread? Well, I, and I will say that I make different kinds of cornbread, but we're talking about skillet cornbread. Yes, ma'am. Like, mm -hmm. like we're just getting ready to have soup beans. Mm -hmm. And um, so I put bacon grease, um, probably a tablespoon to three tablespoons, depending upon how much, how big this skillet is and what I'm going to make. And I put that in the skillet and I turn the oven to about 425 degrees and I put the skillet in the oven so the bacon grease can get hot and melt. And then I mix up fresh cornmeal. Um, and I used, I, when I wrote shuck beans, what I did was make cornbread and reverse measure, you know. So I, I dumped out two cups of cornmeal and then I poured milk into a measuring cup and then I um, subtracted how much came out of it till it looked right, you know. Yes. So, so it's cornmeal that has um, salt added to it, just a little bit of baking powder, a little bit of baking grease because it's not, you want it to have a little bit, um, 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 you want the texture to have a little bit of air in it, mm -hmm. but you don't want it to rise up. It, it's actually, um, mountain cornbread is actually not very tall cornbread. Yes. And um, then I break an egg in it and I add yeah. buttermilk or milk until it's the right consistency. And about that time, uh, the skillet's ready. So you take it out of the oven and you kind of roll it around really carefully. So you coat the inside and then you pour the bacon grease into the batter and stir it in, leaving a really good coat mm -hmm. in, you know, in, the, in the pan. Pour it back and you put it in the oven for about 20 minutes until it gets nice and brown. Mm. So there's a, um, I, I have this thing called the dow of cornbread, you know, like um, the way, the dow. And um, there's actually a video online that in which I 
do the cornbread. So you can check that out. It's it's on YouTube. It's my it's my big hit on YouTube. Um, but I also wrote an essay about it uh, that um, that came out of a performance piece that I used to do with some women about how the cornbread itself in in the culture there's like this creamy interior to it but it has this dark crisp crust on the outside so it's like the yin yang you know and it is that symbol of of how the life of people in the mountains were equal parts of something sweet and something sharp you know something uh, tangy something dark and something light and that it's that balance between the two that informs the culture. So that's the that's the Dow cornbread, you know. Uh, well, thanks, thanks. I had no idea I'd sit here and listen to that wonderful thing. It's just so. I'm just feeling really, really, really blessed right now. Oh, thank you. That's Same here. That's I think it's probably more the okra and the and the um, no. and the pinto beans. No. Those soup beans. And that Mary working on that piece of oh, yeah, there. I good. know. Lord. I'm telling you. I love it. <laughs> I mean, but just to hear you able to verbalize that is just. If you have just joined us, you're listening to an interview with food writer Ronnie Lundy, right here on East Tennessee's own 899 WDBX and online at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part from Magpie's Bakery with two convenient locations downtown North Knoxville, just one block north of Broadway on North Central Street and Magpies West, now open on Bearden Hill, right inside the Village Exchange. That's just one block east of Calhoun's. A convenient pickup location for special orders and a variety of fresh baked goods daily in Pie Day on Friday. Orders can be taken in person or on the phone at both locations. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 12 until 5, Saturday, 12 until 4, and closed on Sundays. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles from a simple rustic barn dance with pies, cookies, and cupcakes to a country club affair with a custom creation. Magpiescakes.com. All butter, all the time. Now let's return to our show here at the Tennessee Farm Table about cornbread. I chimed up with a chef up there at the New Dancing Bear Appalachian Bistro, her name is Shelly Cooper, and I asked her, did she appreciate cornbread? Here's what she had to say. There's the two little things um, that are aside from that cornbread. Do you like, do you appreciate some cornbread? I absolutely love cornbread. So much so that... Um, Cornbread is, it has a, a memory of, it is my life. So when I was a child, my Nina um, would give me cornbread and milk before I went to bed. And it is the ultimate 
bring tear to my eye comfort food when I think of all the times I sit on the kitchen counter and in a Collins glass a tall glass and and she would let me use the long skinny spoons and I thought I was so special because I was eating out of this big glass and these special spoons and I would go to sleep and I knew that it was I mean now I realize it that yeah it was she was putting me in a comatose state of going to sleep I was an obnoxious little kid that probably had been annoying her all day long and so she gave me this big glass of cornbread and milk to calm me down so I'd sleep through the night but so here at the restaurant so again how how my life's journey and my memories of food so here um, we make our own buttermilk and we do uh, cast iron cornbread sticks and when you sit down and you've placed your order, that is our amuse, is homemade buttermilk and cornbread. And I encourage the guests to, you know, crumble it up. We have a spoon there for you and just just get into it. Get into your food. It's delicious. I mean, have that experience. Go back. And so many of our guests have 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 referenced this is just like my grandmother's this is just like being at grandma's house and that's what that's what I want to do I want to I want to remind people of those comfortable moments in your life where food gave you a memory and it 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 calmed you down um because food food can do that to you you know it, it can definitely give you an experience um and take you to a place of very fond memories and you know so that's that's i, I question whether or not that was a good idea whether that was too personal is anyone going to get that am i the only person who ate cornbread and milk and am i sharing too much of my personal life with you know it, it, and, and and i struggled with it and then we did it, and people's response was so great. And I thought, this is exactly I should have I should have listened to my gut from the get go. But we, you know, I, I have critics. We have critics. Life is full of critics, and um, I am insecure, and I doubt just like everyone else does. And especially at this level of putting myself out there and exposing so much of of my life personally. Because this isn't just my craft. I didn't just go to school to learn how to do this, and now I make a living at it and pay my bills and have a lifestyle due to it. It is who I am, and I'm sharing that. And so it's it's very um, intimidating at the thought of exposing all of this, and then when people don't get it and you are criticized, it hurts a lot. Yeah, it's it yeah it stings a lot when I you know but. Um, but at this point in life, I mean, I'm used to it. You know, I've got thick enough skin to know that not everybody's gonna, not everybody's gonna be okay with it, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's true. It, we're not always gonna have uh, people. This is Alan Benton, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care, family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee. Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865-686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Play.
This is Tony Lawson. You're at the Tennessee Farm Table on East Tennessee's own WDVX. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes in part by listeners just like you. We couldn't do this kind of community broadcasting without the support of the people that we count on the most. You, our listener. If you have not had an opportunity to support WDVX just yet through our fund drive, you can do so anytime at WDVX.com. And um, also want to say a heartfelt thank you so much for everybody who has contributed and helped to support this radio station. Thanks a bunch. When I interviewed Judy and Coley O'Dell, who own and run Smoky Ridge Apiaries in Maryville, Tennessee, I asked Judy what her take was on cornbread. So Judy, how do you make your cornbread? Okay, I, when I usually make a big pound of cornbread, I usually use about five, no, about 15 tablespoons of cornmeal, and I put one egg in it, and then I pour enough milk, just regular milk in it, and stir it up till it's about the consistency to pour it in the skillet. And I put enough oil in the skillet, and I sprinkle in cornmeal to kindly coat it just a little bit. Pour it in the oven and bake it till it turns brown, which is about 30 minutes. Makes it real good. Yum. And you don't use the buttermilk, do you? Don't use buttermilk. Never have used buttermilk. Now, my mom used to use buttermilk, and uh, I liked her cornbread, but uh, I hesitated because I had buttermilk because I didn't like buttermilk. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people don't. Yeah, but uh, uh, I, I never have used buttermilk or cornbread, but, <laughs> uh, but it's turned out I've never had anybody, you know. I even had my little old... Uh, Baby nephew call his mom or have his mama to call me one day because he didn't get to stay long enough to eat my cornbread to see if he could come. <laughs> she would call and have have me to save him some cornbread for the next day <laughs> so he could have some of my cornbread. That's so sweet. Yeah. Sounds like some pretty good cornbread. <laughs> it was pretty good. Coley, I think you're pretty darn lucky. I am. I am. <laughs> don't complain. No. No. Oh, sure no. Uh, Judy's a good one. Well, Judy O'Dell from Smoky Ridge Apiaries, thank you for sharing your cornbread you're story welcome. with us. You're welcome. Thank you. Shannon Walker is the beekeeper and preservationist at Blackberry Farm. I asked him his take on cornbread. Well, I gotta ask you about cornbread. Okay. Of course, I gotta ask you: sugar or no sugar? Uh, no sugar. You know, that's adding sugar to cornbreads. Really, uh, I've, I've heard it called a Yankee thing, but I think more importantly than that, it's uh, you know people in these mountains 100, 150 years ago, you know, weren't throwing their sugar around uh, and putting it into everything uh, kind of like we do today. So uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm a stickler for the old ways and uh, I like, you know, my cornbread without sugar. Of course, there's the, the debate of white corn versus yellow corn too. And uh, a lot of people call the yellow corn Yankee corn, but uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've, 
I've seen old strains of, of both yellow and, and white corn here as well as a, a strain of red corn that's been here for a long time too. So mm-hmm. uh, color's debatable for, for, for me at least, but uh, sugar not so much. Yes, I agree. And do you make yours in a cast iron skillet? Of course, yeah. Oh, um, yes. I grew up next to, well, my, my neighbors growing up uh, were Clifford and Mariella Tipton. And uh, Tipton's out of the cove, of course. And um, when the, they passed on, my granny made sure that I had uh, Mariella's old cast iron skillet that she made cornbread out of. And who knows how many generations that has been, you know. Uh, part of that family, but uh, that's what the cornbread gets made in, uh, of, of course. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I love how um, those folks, they all their cookware was dedicated, uh, meaning that uh, you know they had a skillet that they cooked their cornbread in, and then they had a Dutch oven that they fried their chicken in, and that's really all those things were used for. So there was these collections of uh, all this old cast iron uh, cookware that, you know, been passed down from generation to generation and serving you know a specific purpose and uh, uh, that always fascinated me and I, I like the idea of that so uh, I like to keep uh, with those traditions as much as possible. This is Karen Shankles, winner of the 2015 National Cornbread Festival Cook-Off, and you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Well, we're talking with Dee Brown, and Dee and Jim own and run Honey Rock Herb Farm here in Louisville, Tennessee, and we're talking about cornbread today, and uh, they raise culinary herbs here at Honey Rock Herb Farm, and I'm trying to pull a recipe out of D. <laughs> D, you you let it out of the bag. You told me that you do a good sage cornbread. Well, I don't have a recipe, as many people don't have recipes, but I do like a good cornmeal locally if I could get it. Good coarse cornmeal. Last I got, I think, was from the uh, farm uh, hickory cane cornmeal. It was really good. And I do from scratch, not any of the <laughs> instant cornmeal stuff. And I just add some sage to it, either fresh or dried. I like fresh, just chop it up, and I don't know exactly how much. And another, rosemary is also good in cornbread. Yummy. It you know, gives it a good herbal flavor. Yeah. Never put sugar in cornbread, never put egg in cornbread. I always use butter <laughs> and plenty of it. That does not sound bad. Pretty good cornbread. <laughs> Jim, you like that cornbread? I do. I do like it. The sage cornbread especially is really good. But got to have good butter. <laughs> yes, that's and right. Good cornmeal. Well, Dee and Jim, thanks for talking about your cornbread. Thank you, mm-hmm. Mamie. We thank you so much for your great company here today at the Tennessee Farm Table. We hope you can join us again next week at 9 or online at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself, Amy Campbell, performed and arranged by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. Her information could be found at facebook.com slash Emmy Sunshine Music.
Connect with us on Facebook or Twitter at TennesseeFarmTable.com and also listen for the podcast, if you'd like, on iTunes. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging and may there be cornbread in your future. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.